I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Well, Cricket Show, Ashes Daily, what is this, day three, Adam? Yeah, I've lost count already. We've done so many. Obviously, we're just recording it now, so I've got to post it as well. But assuming I get that right, we are three for three, which is... Um, which is pretty outrageous, really, given our previous record. So, uh, yeah, let's keep it up. And, hey, it's been England's day. Uh, less sort of gabatoire, more gabberation. I was trying to think, well, as I was laying in my slumber this morning, of any kind of gab gabber puns, but I couldn't think of anything. Yeah, no, I'd agree with you. You haven't thought of anything. It's been a gabberation. It's been a gabberation. Let's say we're in a hopeful position now, certainly much more hope. Uh, than yesterday morning. Just to recap briefly what happened, Australia added, I suppose, some useful runs. Um, When they came back out, Travis Head made it to 150 uh, off just 148 balls in the end. So, yeah, pretty phenomenal knock from him all round. Um, But England, yeah, did manage to get rid of them fairly quickly. 425 Australia finished on. Uh, Mitchell Stark, who who was looking decent, actually, to begin with, uh, yeah, he was eventually accounted for by Wokes. And then Mark Wood came in and cleaned up the tail to finish with three wickets. Uh, so good reward for him. Um, then England obviously went in with some work to do after that first innings disaster. But Australia started pretty well. Roy Burns given out on his second ball, but reviewed it. So a bit of a reprieve for him, although it didn't last too long. Uh, Pat Cummins got rid of him. Uh, Hasib Hamid uh, looked solid, uh, made 27, but then uh, just sort of chased one down the leg side off Stark. Um, but then, yeah, then it was all England from there. Uh, David Milan uh, was already there. Joe Root joined him, having made the duck in the first innings, but looked a whole lot better this time around. And uh, they just kind of, eased their way through the day. Um, Milan finishing on 80, Jerry 86, unbeaten England 220 for two. Uh, A deficit of 58 runs going into uh, the fourth day. Yeah, I mean, Adam, how hopeful are you at this stage? Well, good question. Before I answer that, two quick things. One, with you hosting, I've noticed that you say we, when you're talking about England, we had a good day. (laughs) It's disgusting. And two, I've realised quite boring for the for the co-host when uh, when the host is recounting the you know what's happened in in the in the day's play. I was I was just kind of my mind was wandering, just thinking about my Christmas shopping. Well, exactly. Um, that so... was literally how I felt for the last twelve years. <laughs> so uh, it's my chance to get back. Anyway, how hopeful am I? Yeah, it's well, moderately, um, or to quote you, reasonably. Um, no, I've got a bit of a spring in my step this morning, as listeners, <laughs> the first two Ashes Days will know. Um, we're recording this with me walking to work. It's the only, the only time of the day when we can squeeze it in. So I'm walking down the hill to work and I've, um, yeah, I'm feeling, feeling quite bouncy. I've, uh, I'm sort of dancing my way down the hill. People are joining in. It's a bit like uh, the opening scene of Austin Powers. Um, 
on our way down here because I do feel well it was a cheering day wasn't it and I don't think we should get carried away and I'll come back to why in a minute but whatever happens this is something to hold on to because certainly after the first two days of the, the series possibly couldn't have gone worse for England I was beginning to worry about the series and, and I don't just mean worry about England and you know whether England were going to get blown away but worry about the series in terms of is it going to be competitive is it going to be interesting is it going to be worth watching because it's just not fun when England leaves 5-0 and I, I, I think even the most ardent Australian supporter would probably agree with that like where when the last two trips when England have just been nowhere you know really that's not nobody wants to see that this time so I'm sure Australian fans still want Australia to win but I would imagine they're hoping for a, a bit more of a, a close competitive series this time. And while I still think Australia are going to win this game, it does signal that the series should at least be, or could at least be, more competitive than, than the last two. Let's hope so. We've still got a bit of work to do, haven't we, England? Us, England. Um, <laughs> we've got a reason to, to stay up and watch the start for sure tomorrow. Um, yeah, what is it, 10 overs until the new ball? As I say, 58 runs, the deficit. What We probably need another 300 runs, so you're looking to bat the day, and then it sets up a great finale. But that will be easier said than done. But it's, it, was, it was great to see last night. Joe Root, particularly in his kind of sprightly, positive best. But yeah, he's, he's amassed some serious runs this year, obviously, uh, breaking Michael Vaughan's record for uh, most test runs in a calendar year. So um, it, that is a sensational achievement. For, it was really nice. I mean, I, I stayed up and watched the start of it last night and yeah, it, what, you know, it wasn't the most compelling viewing to begin with as, uh, as you sort of felt like this was going to be quite a frustrating day. Um, but then I left it on. And so I just woke up sort of every, I don't know, uh, terrible night's sleep, but I was waking up every kind of half an hour, whatever, 40 minutes and watching sort of 10 or 15 minutes then drifting off. And it's so nice when you you keep waking up and, and Root and Milan are still there, you know, pottering along, adding runs at a decent rate. Um, yeah, it was good to see. Yeah, that, it's very nostalgic, actually, for, uh, when is it, 11 years ago, 2010, 11, actually. So that's basically, that's how I spent the winter was just kind of drifting in and out of sleep in front of the TV. And, and as you say, waking up in England, they're still doing quite well. It's uh, much, much nicer than, than it has been since. So, you know, let's, as I say, I, I really am keen that we don't get carried away because, you know, by this time tomorrow, it could have a very different complexion. Like they're still, what, 50 odd behind. Um, I, I still think Australia are big favourites from here. Like they're, they're essentially you know, minus 50 for two with two days left to go. Like, there's no doubt that Australia are in the stronger position. Um, and it was, you know, as a great partnership between Milan and Roots, 159 and still going. But if Australia pick up two quick wickets tomorrow, then, you know, <laughs> then suddenly it looks to be gone again. And as much as they've both played really well, they're still only on 80-odd each, aren't they? And so, yeah, I mean, if they go on to make big hundreds, then fantastic. But, it's, you know, we're, they've still got a lot of work in front of them to do that. But it was, I mean, we said before the series, you know, Root has to have a great series of things and they're going to have any chance. So it's good to see him. He's pretty, you know, still in that same kind of form he's been in this year. 
And Milan just he looks great in these conditions, doesn't he? Um, he obviously scored that hundred in Perth four years ago. Hasn't had much of a look in in Test cricket since then. You wouldn't. But there's certain places in the world, including perhaps England, where his game perhaps isn't quite so suited to Test cricket, or you know where he, he, there's more kind of obvious technical deficiencies against the moving ball. But here in these conditions, on bouncy tracks like this, he looks tailor-made for it. So, yeah, it, he and Root kind of laid down a blueprint here, didn't they, for, for the rest of the team to follow. It, it, it's and it, incredibly, particularly impressive against this high-quality bowling attack that we've spoken about. Can I just say one thing? I Just to return to one of, uh, one of my kind of pet peeves that is probably one of my most boring points that I make, <laughs> I make on the show. <laughs> I don't care about Nathan Lyon's 400th wicket. It's just not like they, every every ball he bowls. They're like, is this going to be the 400? Or like, he, they, he must have thought he got the 400 there. It's like if this was his last game, then yeah, okay. But he's going to get it. Let we can tick that box. Nathan Lyon has 400 wickets. He will get it at some point. If it's not in this game, it will be in the next one or the one after. Do you know what I mean? I just I'm not interested. I'll pass that on to him. Uh, it was <laughs> amusing. I, I, I quite enjoy just the, uh, the the Twitter commentary. There's better. I mean, most people on Twitter don't really seem to be interested in the cricket. They're just interested in how bad Shane Warne's commentary is, which is uh, amusing. Um, so that's that's a uh, yeah, that's something I'm enjoying at the moment. Um, well, there we go. We've been here before, haven't we? It, as you say, it it's it's hope again going into it, but it is at least we've got hope because we didn't have any of that probably this time yesterday so uh yeah we'll see uh we'll see how we go and we'll chat tomorrow thank you but i know you were trying to wrap it up there so but uh oh, <laughs> just to, more. just just to derail your surely your, you know, I was say, no. yeah <laughs> i'm walking currently walking through uh candy gardens uh, which uh, yeah i can imagine the listeners who don't know guernsey that sounds like a kind of homer simpson fantasy <laughs> dream sequence but um no, it's a nice kind of public garden here in, in some people but, um, uh, you know, you start to dream, don't you? you, you there's kind of echoes of, of Brisbane 11 years ago when, when you know, similar patterns to the game where um, England got, you know, were, were sort of under the pump after the first innings. Then Alistair Cook scored that massive double hundred and Trot and Strauss got hundreds and it was like one of the, ended in a draw, but it was like one of the great turnarounds. And you start to dream about that. But as I say, if Australia nip out a couple of quick wickets tomorrow morning, as much as it feels like England are resurgent after today, we're really talking about two players and they've kind of, they've let, they've set that blueprint for how they should bat, but we don't know if the others are going to be able to follow it. So I, I, I still, as I say, I still think Australia are strong favourites to win from here, but it does at least give some, as you say, some hope and some encouragement that perhaps England can compete against these bowlers in Australia and just makes us think that maybe the series even if it ends 5-0, might, might not be quite as one-sided during those defeats as we perhaps did. Oh, get a good even 5-0, that's what we're looking for. <laughs> well, ca- carry on on your way through, bounding through Candy Gardens. Uh, yeah, I will. I'm, well, actually, I'm, I'm out of there now. I've, I've come, come down. I, I just didn't like, tell people like- my read to work. I was going to say, this is St. like 50% Ashes daily, 50% walking tour. So if, yeah. anyone, if anyone visits St. Peterport, you know, in the future, they just need to download these, have a recap of the ashes and, and you know, get to know some of the sites. 
walking past uh, Victor Hugo's house. Right, I think that's so, us up. <laughs> yeah, go on. Um, well, it's been fun. We'll uh, do it again tomorrow. So uh, enjoy your day, and yeah, let's uh, let's see where we are at this time on day four. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. Mm. 